Y'all ready? Welcome in to the fifth dimension. Self-discipline, faith in action. Monologue with your host, Evan McDermott. And I want to welcome everybody in to the Fifth Dimension Podcast, where we are attempting to live more mindfully in the day-to-day. Quite simply, make this world a little bit of a better place. I'm your host, Evan McDermott. I want to thank you for tuning into this episode, whether it be your first, your 20th, whether you've listened to all of them and you binge the Fifth Dimension. Thanks for tuning in. Your companionship is appreciated. Now, I got a pretty good topic at hand, and I want to talk about discipline, as you may have guessed from the title of this episode. It was right there in front of you, and you clicked it, so you know we're going to be talking about discipline. But to give a little precursor, I was at the library, and what I like to do is go to the shelves, go to the stacks, and simply find something that catches my eye. Not necessarily go in with a plan of what I want to read, but and I saw this book. It didn't have a cover. You know, when the hardcover books lose the sort of outside casing or whatever. It didn't have a cover. It's called The Road Less Traveled by Dr. M. Scott Peck. And it's a book from the 70s, a uh, psychology book. And something they've really been talking about it in is discipline. And I think discipline is something we can all really benefit from spending a little bit more time just analyzing and seeing how self-disciplined are we. And because discipline itself is faith in action, it is true growth. Ultimately, acts of self-discipline are acts of self-care. And there's a lot of talking points within this book that I can touch on, but uh, Peck himself has four key components that really he hones in on that I'm going to spend some time on. Uh, for the most part. And I would encourage you guys, if you're interested in this subject, check out The Road Less Traveled by Dr. Scott Peck. And it's it's a fascinating read, and it's very relevant, even though it was written in the 1970s, to today's society. And it's something that we can really learn from, even though it's almost, well, 50 years old at this point. Um, but yeah, we hear this term discipline being thrown around a lot, right? You know, being disciplined is sort of a skill that I think we all really strive for. However, I feel that a lot of us don't necessarily truly know how to harness that, whether we maybe procrastinate on things or how do we react in certain situations or scenarios, whether it be to other people or not. And, you know, maybe it's per, we're putting off pursuing our creativity or we're sort of scared to take the next step. And I think discipline is required in all of those instances and we need to sort of learn to trust ourselves you know i myself have had always had trouble with this notion of self-discipline i always sort of have these impulses to procrastinate when i was in school i procrastinated on everything i had the idea of you know i guess as long as it gets done on time i can wait until 4 a.m to write that paper even though it's doing three hours before that and i'll get no sleep it's fine However, I've sort of had to learn that I can't live with those impulses. I need to better manage the time. The impulse is always going to be there, but we need to look beyond it, per se. You know, life is extremely difficult, and 
when it comes to self-discipline, we need to stay disciplined in these difficult scenarios. You know, looking at Buddhism, the first of the four noble truths in Buddhism is that life is suffering, right? So, you know, due to various societal factors, we're kind of taught life is supposed to be easy or something of relative ease. And we're supposed to sort of avoid these tough scenarios or really stress out about them. But, you know, when it's not... We'd, we'd rather not face the problem, right? We're sort of avoiding it. We want to avoid our problems. And ultimately, when we deal with that suffering, when we acknowledge suffering, I believe suffering ceases to exist in the form that it exists in when we refuse to acknowledge it, right? You know, when self-discipline comes into play, it's really the set of tools that we require to solve all of life's problems. You know, with total discipline, we can solve our problems with relative ease. And I don't even necessarily want to say problems, maybe more of challenges or scenarios, things that come up. You know, the process of confronting and sort of solving all of these scenarios, it can be painful and it can lead to many uncomfortable feelings and scenarios. But I mean, we've all heard the cliche phrase of ripping off a Band-Aid, right? I mean, if you put off ripping off the band-aid it's just going to be worse in the long term and this is exactly what Peck talks about in his reading as well i mean this process of meeting and solving problems it is what leads to growth you know it defines our successes and failures you know problems bring about personal and spiritual growth and ultimately we learn and we obtain wisdom discipline is essentially a means of spiritual evolution you could say most of us, however, we do tend to procrastinate. I know we all have those impulses, but it's about what do we do when we feel those impulses. And in turn, our avoidance often creates issues worse than the original problem itself. I'm sure that's something we can all relate to when we put something off. And then in turn, because we did not act initially, the later scenario that it created was worse than what it would have been. You know, we suffer more pain when we initially would have. The avoidance substitute becomes more painful than the suffering intended to avoid. And, you know, when we avoid suffering, ultimately what we do is we avoid growth. And, you know, as a, life is, in a sense, suffering. But when we can learn to embrace the challenges that get thrown our way, we can learn to look at it as an opportunity to learn, as an opportunity to grow, and use it as a tool of spiritual evolution. So... Peck himself lays out four ways to constructively experience discipline, you could say. And I'm going to touch on all of them. And I'm going to read them all out here first and then go in depth a little on each one because I think they're all very relevant. Uh, so he talks about delaying of gratification, acceptance of responsibility, dedication to truth, and balancing. He says these are four simple tools where pain is confronted and not avoided. And starting off, delaying of gratification i think this one you know he wrote this in about the 70s he, he couldn't even imagine at that time how relevant this would become in today's society ultimately delaying gratification what it is is scheduling the pain and pleasure of life in such a way as to enhance the pleasure by meeting and experiencing the pain first and getting it over with you know we are living in an instant gratification society and this feels you know more important than ever discussing delaying gratification i think we've all have maybe not all of us if you're not on social media we've all experienced social media's effects of 
seeking that instant gratification, we can all put something online and immediately get a dopamine rush when we get hundreds of likes on a photo or, you know, something along those lines. Or we sort of are taught to look for immediate results when, you know, I saw a video today when I went on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. I use TikTok. Um, and it was talking about you should not be chasing fame on TikTok. So many people, so many young people who use it in their teens, they're all trying to become TikTok famous, right? And they get angry when it doesn't happen immediately. And and anything, you know, I was talking to, I've talked about this on multiple podcasts that I've had. You know, I was talking with Sam Robbins. He was talking. He felt initially upset because he didn't get a certain amount of streams on his music. And it's the same idea. You know, we are taught to feel immediate gratification. We have very much the difficulty in accepting a long-term process. But ultimately, we have to remember that this self-discipline is self-care. Short-term reward a lot of times can mean long-term detrimental. And it goes back to discipline against the impulse. If I procrastinate on doing homework, per se, I'm not in college anymore, but if I were to procrastinate on it, how is it going to impact the here and now? How is it going to impact later? Sure, maybe I can play video games and put it off, but what is that going to mean for future me? Is that going to make future me's life better or worse? We always have to be looking. Even though we have to live in the here and now, we have to be looking. How can we avoid suffering in the future and live the best life that is possible. So idea, self-discipline, self-care. When we value ourselves, we value our time. We will manage it wisely and take whatever actions necessary for the betterment of ourselves. All right. You know, the ability to delay gratification is intrinsically linked to how much we really value ourselves if we know that putting something off is going to be detrimental to us, why do we do it? We just, we don't value ourselves enough. And it comes down to the lack of self-love. And that can be really tough to handle. And I myself have had to work on that. And I think that was a big reason I used to put things off, like creative projects off and not trusting myself to get specific work done. It is coming down to how much we value ourselves and how much we value our time because we can never get back time. So do not procrastinate. You know, the problems aren't going to go away. Your challenges aren't going to go away. You can't seek the immediate gratification or immediate solution all the time. We sort of have to allow ourselves to feel what we feel in this moment right now. I'm sure all of us could think of one thing that we could be doing to for the betterment of our future that maybe we have been putting off. It's natural. I could probably think of a couple. Ultimately, it's better for us in the long run. Until you sort of solve the problem of ignoring problems, you never really get beyond that step one, unwillingness to delay gratification. And it, it's a process. You're not going to overnight stop doing these habits. You have to slowly work, build up, constantly be willing to self-reflect. And this kind of leads us into the second thing. Peck was talking about in acceptance of responsibility. We cannot solve life's challenges except by solving them. And that's owning up to the responsibility of a challenge. You know, it's easy to sort of blame others, blame society and decide, you know, you don't want to take action on it, sort of procrastinate. You know, it's all about that victim versus the creator mindset. Certainly, 
there are situations that are horrific that pe- and traumas that people have that are absolutely horrific and it would take so much self-work to overcome and there are things that happen to people that i can't even imagine the pain that comes with that but i have felt pain and i have felt situations that uh, made me really uncomfortable and question myself however it's important in those times to remember that from the moment on is what defines who we are how do we respond are we going to play the victim or are we going to be the creator you know what role do we play in this situation and or challenge and just acknowledge it and embrace it you know challenges are never completely solved in a sense we honestly need to continually assess and reassess where our responsibilities are and in the course of ever-changing events there are always things that could be needing our attention mending for us to you know work on so just constantly evaluate self-analyze and realize that it is a process it is a journey and be willing to embrace the responsibility because deep down even if we want to not acknowledge that we're not being responsible for something a lot of times we know and we're simply putting up a facade of or lying to ourselves or simply not embracing our own responsibilities so this brings in the third point which i really think is also important of dedication to truth ultimately truth is reality and we have to realize going into this that we do have a limited perception of what reality is our vision you could say of how we perceive the world is only one of seven billion different perceptions on top of the fact that there are laws outside of science that we don't even have any comprehension for and the universe is so mad like there are so many things about reality that we cannot understand or even rationalize so it's important to realize that and realize that we are on a never-ending quest for truth you know the more clearly we see the reality of the world it really means the better equipped we are to deal with it right we're sort of thrown so much information whether you want to call it fake news or you know people throwing things off our, getting us off our path you could say we need to constantly be looking for truth but it's not always an easy process it's easy to go astray now there is so much more to reality than what we are told we need to speak Uh, seek the truth whether it be spiritually gaining different perspectives looking for different ideas that are outside the box you know interacting with different cultures outside of your own you know much of what we participate in is simply a construct i mean nationhood a construct used to divide people religion a construct to try and rationalize the innate human faith that exists evolutionarily within ourselves even language is just a construct to convey words to other people so most of what we learn is in childhood and many don't really seek to expand that knowledge sort of go through the world with this map that was created for us in childhood and peck talks about this map really in depth i'm just sort of going to briefly mention it but we need to constantly be willing to change you know let's say the first explorers in america they created Let's say they didn't even make it Lewis and Clark, their map. Their map was continually expanded upon. Let's say they didn't send Lewis and Clark west at all. We would have a map that is incomplete. There's a whole unexplored 
charted dom- uncharted domain out there for us to continually explore and the same can be said with seeking truth in the world there is so much truth that we have simply not yet encountered we must constantly be open to change open to new ideas you know nothing ever really remains the same and if you think it does then quite simply you're going to be left behind you know truth is more important than our own comfort You know, we must generally consider our own personal discomfort about situations unimportant when it comes to the grand scheme of truth. You know, a life dedicated to truth means continuous and never-ending self-examination. We know the world only through our own relationship to it. As I was saying, you know, to know the world, we must not only examine it, but we must simultaneously examine the examiner. And that's a direct quote from Peck because I included that because that is... Pretty deep. Self-analysis. You know, we need an openness to challenge, uh, criticism, to improve. Seeking truth requires growth, and growth requires challenge. And I think so many of us shy away from growth, shy away from truth. I mean, just look at the state of American politics, for example. Many people choose to not do research on particular candidates or particular subjects. And I'm not going to name any particular politicians and but it's all emotion-based. It's all irrational fear. It's all, you know, nobody seeks truth. They simply go based on their limited perception map and limited perception constructs to identify with a candidate who can play to their emotions based on their limited maps. And if they were open to challenge and they were open to criticism, you know, they would grow and they would learn that the world doesn't revolve around your small unconscious bubble you know we can't be a closed system we often avoid challenge and confrontation and that could be considered a human characteristic the human you know nature you could say you know i very myself am very unconfrontational it's something i've had to work on in a sense that I don't like to make people upset and I try and diffuse and I don't believe confrontation is always right for most situations. But I also am learning that, you know, sometimes we do need to go outside of our comfort zone. And if it's for the betterment of truth and society, then yeah, we do need to have that confrontation. You know, the only relief, you know, growth comes through challenge. It's breaking through old patterns, breaking through behaviors. That's how we grow. And it can be difficult in the moment, but long term it is for the better. You know, full honesty, uh, lying, shying away from the truth is about avoiding the pain of challenge and its consequences. You know, if you're shying away from the truth, you're simply using an avoidance tactic. And we are taught avoidance is an okay thing to have. And I strongly would disagree with that notion. I myself have used avoidance far too often to avoid confrontation to avoid challenges to avoid setting up my own boundaries so if you are someone who avoids situations just analyze what can i do to simply be more of myself in this situation because avoidance is only going to make it harder long term the last thing he talks about is balancing Uh, Well, not the last thing, but the last point I want to bring up is balancing. You know, 
balancing is essentially discipline gives us flexibility, right? We're balancing our judgments, emotions, reactions, our words. And balancing is sort of taking all of these different things that we've already talked about in learning when to use them in the correct situation. You know, our it's basically our response systems to particular situations really do need to be flexible. A loss of balance is ultimately more painful uh, than the giving up of required to maintain balance. You know, giving up old patterns, beliefs, behaviors. It requires discipline to do these things. And we're sort of giving up our old self, experiencing a rebirth, you could say, into what we are supposed to be uh, when we are striving for discipline. And by working on things such as delaying of gratification, assumption, responsibility, dedication to truth, you sort of learn to balance all of these different aspects of yourself. You sort of learn to balance what it is that's needed in particular situations. And you learn to balance how to be the best version of yourself, even in times of trials and tribulations and when the going gets tough. You know, we do need to give up our old self and we do need to experience a rebirth in a sense because the world is constantly changing. We can't live in our old thought patterns. We can't live in our old habits. We need to grow with the world if we are going to evolutionarily survive as a species. That is literally what evolution is. It is the growth and survival of species. So, you know, discipline is the means of all spiritual evolution. You must stay disciplined to your practice. You have to keep reaching for self-awareness. That is what this is all about. That is what mindfulness is all about. It's about being aware in this moment, here and now, not only of your surroundings, but of yourself. How are you feeling? Self-care is not selfish. We need to be a little bit more selfish in our society, but also learn to balance and learn that you know, the world doesn't revolve around us, but I am important. I am unique. One unique person can make a difference in this world, and that unique person is you. You can make a difference. But in order to make a difference, you have to have discipline. You have to delay gratification, be willing to sacrifice. You have to assume responsibility where you need to. And you know where you need to do it. A lot of times we just avoid. We choose not to do it. And you have to be dedicated to the truth. You have to be open to new ideas. You have to be open to the reality of the world as it exists. You know, And it's a balancing act. It's all fun and games. It's a big balancing act. So, you know, we have to keep striving for stronger self-awareness, stronger truth, and just live in the now and be here now and embrace life. You know, we live on a flying ball in the middle of the galaxy, like the middle of the universe, of a tiny little speck on the grand scheme of all reality that exists. And we can't even begin to ra rationalize that. So, you know, see, just take a step back and realize that Self-discipline is self-care. And if you struggle with self-discipline, start implementing more ways of self-care into your routine, whatever that means to you. And naturally, self-discipline will come a little bit with, with that. You know, less avoidance, more here and now. If you like this episode, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Your ratings really help the show they really do I, I know that some people just turn it off at this point in the show because it's like oh the episode's over I haven't done talking but you know 
your ratings and your sharing and your feedback is what keeps the show going. It's what helps others find it. It's what helps, you know, me know that I'm doing a, a good job with this. You know, sometimes I have doubts about it. Sometimes I'm not uh, motivated per se to do it. But I know I've gotten messages before that the show saves lives. Not, you know... That means the world. That means gives me purpose in this world. So I keep going. Um, so share the show. You know, do as you must. Um, find me on Instagram at McDermott at the Fifth Dimension Podcast, or on at Explorers Guild at EXPGLD. We just got a new video out with Explorers Guild. Uh, first, it was our adventure to Slab City. That is, will be linked actually in this episode. You can also find them on Instagram at EXPGLD. Or Explorers Guild on YouTube. I'll be partaking in that channel as it is about conscious exploration and bringing new perspectives into a world. And, you know, being open to exploration consciously. So I, I'm excited to take part in that. A big shout out to Dimitri Fole and Caitlin Morris for allowing me to take part. Good friends of mine. Uh, check them out on there. And yeah, TikTok, I mentioned earlier, at Evan McDermott. I need to post more videos on there. I'm not disciplined with my TikTok. I said I was going to post a bunch of videos and I keep giving myself reasons not to. I got to post a video. TikTok at Evan McDermott. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Fifth Dimension is now on Twitter at the 5D Podcast. Uh, or I guess I'll link mine at Evan McDermott. As, or no, just type in Evan McDermott. You'll find me, but it's not Adam Evan McDermott. Someone else stole that one. I don't know why. There's no one else named Evan McDermott, the way I spell it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the social media. Let's thank the people we normally thank. Let's thank you, the listeners, first this time. I usually thank you at the end, but you're the most important. That's right, you. You're important. Yeah. 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 Don't be down on yourself. You are important. Thank you for listening this far, supporting the show, being here, being now. Wanted to learn a little bit about discipline on this fine day. Uh, thank you, Ian McDermott, for the podcast photos that supported the show and I use all over the place, all over the time. Thank you, Clark Silva, for designing the podcast logo. Wonderful man. Art of Clark Silva on Instagram. And thank you, Roundtree, for the podcast music. Theme song, outro music. He's going to have another uh, episode coming up soon to promote his new album that will soon be releasing. So I'm excited about that one, and I hope you guys are as well. Uh, but other than that, that's pretty much all I got for you. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. About at a half hour, almost. So, yeah, Discipline. The Road Less Traveled, M. Scott Peck. Uh, good book. I would recommend it. It's got a little... There's here and there when I read it, it's, I feel it's a little, like, not outdated, but you can tell it's from the 70s. He uses some things once in a while, and I'm like, whoa, man, that's a little heavy. I don't know if I agree. But the overall ideas of it pretty good so check it out i'll link it below all right other than that hope you all have a great rest of your day thanks for tuning in so long